Hey, Panty Gang. It's your one-stop spot for self and sex. I hope you're ready for episode one, Why I Gotta Be a Hoe. It's your host, Jay. Danielle. Jay. And I hope you're ready for some real talk. Let's go. So, hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for our first episode. Today, we're going to be talking about why I gotta be a hoe. We see so many times on Facebook, Instagram, in conversations with people, people really don't know what a hoe is. Like, what is a hoe? Like, I don't understand what a hoe is. Do you know what a hoe is? Like, what is a hoe? You like, ask the right person, I might be a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I read, basically, if you, like, haven't had 10, if you, like, have 10 partners or more, you're a hoe. So, basically... Everybody's yeah. a hoe. <laughs> Everybody's a hoe. Like, I don't get, like... How it can be different for women and different for men. Like, if I if, if a man could sleep with twenty women and he still not be considered a hoe, he just is considered experienced. You know, so like, why can't women be viewed as the same? Like, why she just can't sleep with whoever she want to sleep with? It's her choice. I think it all has to do with the fact that men are insecure. They know that dick ain't worth nothing. Mm-hmm. They know that. Vaginas are right, and so that's why it's seen as being a hoe if a woman has sex with more men because they know that the pussy is more valuable than the dick is. Dick come a dime a dozen. Right. You give dick to anybody. I don't know. But this. I'm not saying that that's a hoe. I'm saying that's where the double standard comes from men's what? insecurities and this patriarchal society. But I'm just saying, dick is valuable to me though. Like- <laughs> slightly below what they're willing to do. You know what I'm saying? So if I if I fuck 15 niggas, then anybody that's fucked 25 niggas is a hoe. Yeah. It was 10 more niggas. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like some of them don't even count. Like, when you really think about it, some people you just be like, you don't count. I take that count back. Oh, girl like, for Instagram said the number is always four. Right. <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> and you don't, you just pick which four. No, like, even when it comes to body counts, that's stupid yeah, because body counts is. are like credit reports. Seven years, everything rolls <laughs> off. Okay? I'm dead. As a matter of fact, if you do the right sacral chakra cleansing, you can file bankruptcy and clear all that debt. <laughs> but that's what I, I'm like. Sometimes when you're in conversation with different men, like that can be like a very touchy situation. You know, like how is yours better than mine's? Like how can you look at me differently? Right. When I we both did the same thing. Like you could have slept with 20 women and I could have slept with 20 men. And now you looking at me like, oh, she got too many miles on her. Right. When I'm so, but is it an respect. ego thing with men? Because it's just like you just looking at because so many people, or not so many, but whatever, 20 people have had, you know, men are very territorial. So is it more because of like this ego thing with men, you think? But I'm like, why, why does it matter? Like, I'm with you now. But how does these conversations even begin? Because I don't know if it's, a, 20, a thing in your 20s versus a thing in your 30s, but 
Men in their 30s, I don't know if you date men in their 30s, I'm not saying okay. it, but men in their 30s, the ones that I date, never even broach the conversation of, like, how, around how many niggas have you fucked. They don't. They don't. To even get on the are you a hoe conversation. Right. Right. You know? But I guess in terms of just seeing stuff on social media, all the different memes that come on social media, you know what I'm saying, the different or on... Bitter-ass people. Just That's a whole stuff. bunch of bitter-ass people or perpetrating that shit. Guys in conversation, like, as far as guys that I've dated in my 30s or whatever, um, nobody's approached that subject like, well, how many men have you slept with? Because that's child... Don't ask me. That's none of your business. I mean, right. like, that's crazy. But, you just setting me up to lie. But, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm just gonna tell you it's none of your business. But the thing about it is, I think hearing men in conversation, I've he- I hear men in conversation in their 20s, 30s, 40s that refer to women as hoes. So but right. you also hear women in their 20s, yes. 30s, and 40s referring yeah. to women as hoes. And I think as I've grown, my mindset on it has changed because I would call a boy or a dude, a man, whoever, a hoe, but it's just like, if I don't want to be viewed that way, how is it right for me to call him a hoe? My viewpoint about a hoe has definitely changed. Because 10 years ago, I was that chick calling people hoes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Do you think 10 years ago you would call your current self a hoe? Absolutely. Do you think 10 years ago you would call my current self? Well, not my current, because I got a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, wait, don't set me up. I got a man too, so no, not my Oh, yeah, 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 not your current self, self but... but- before no, I got a man. man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Before man. Yeah, and yes, to you too. You know, but as I've grown or whatever, it's just like as I've, I'm sexually liberated mm-hmm. now, and I understand like it's okay that I like to have sex, or if I, you know what I'm saying, I don't, I don't have any qualms about that. Right. So my my viewpoint about a whole is like, what is that exactly? Right. For me. I have one definition of a hoe. Let's hear it. And a hoe is a person that does anything they're trying to shame somebody else for doing, then you're a fucking hoe. Okay? So if you say, fucking two niggas at one time is some hoe shit and you're doing it, now you're a hoe. Because you just qualified yourself by your own definition. That's, that's a good point. Okay? You can only define what a hoe is for yourself. So once you define it, stick to it. I don't think nobody's a hoe. People are sexually liberated. What people do with their genitals is their business. As long as they're doing it with consenting adults. I really don't care. Right. And I think that's another thing, like, not being in people's business. Like, and I, I see for myself, like, my mindset has changed as I'm learning myself mm-hmm. more. Right. Like, the more I'm learning myself, the more I'm learning what I like. And I think that's another thing. A lot of people are not okay with what they like. Or they don't know what they actually Girl, like. So they people are not okay with what they like. Yeah, so then they downplay somebody else and be like, well, that's a whole or that's this or that's that because they are not liberated in themselves. Okay, so let's, let's, how about, so that reminds me of like when men will marry the the good girl. We just going to, good in quotation marks or whatever. The good girl, but you secretly desire the quote-unquote the hope yeah you know what i'm saying the You're freak not the freak yeah. you know what i'm saying so you they're not and even most of them don't know but them good girls are the hoes they just not being hoes for you what are or or in some cases is what Jalen said is they're not um um at, you know honest with themselves about what they like mm, so yeah. they try to you know they don't liberate themselves or they try to withhold what they feel like you know and now they're on the porn sites addicted to right. porn because they want to see Right, these. they feeling sexually frustrated. They staying in the strip clubs. They got side bitches that look like every Insta model. 
Yeah. But their wife looks or whoever they're choosing to be with looks completely different. It's the total opposite because right. they're denying what they really like. Right. And then, of course, you got the guys that, like, who was that, T-Pain, I'm in love with a stripper? Which, of course, now is more common and more acceptable. But, you know, years ago, it's like, oh, you don't you don't fall in love with the stripper or you don't fall in love with the, with the quote-unquote hoe. You'll get caught for that. Mm-hmm. But that's secretly what every man wants. Right. And I just feel like it goes back to what I was saying, like, people not being okay with what they like. That's exactly it. Because it's like, we can kind of put certain standards on things, like, this is how you're supposed to be because you're a woman, or this is how you're right. supposed to be because you're a man, when all actuality, when you just learn yourself and you're free in it, then you have liberation, and you don't have to feel like you have to settle for the good girl if that's not what you want. Exactly, right. and you could you could appreciate that just because you like something doesn't make you a certain way, or just because somebody else doesn't like something for some reason doesn't mean you're not supposed to like it. For instance... You know, that position you just showed me. I don't want to be looking up in my nigga asshole. Right. But if somebody else wants to look up in their nigga asshole, that's perfectly fine with them. Right. You know? And it, it doesn't, doesn't make, make them, them anything. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean that they, that now, like, they, they're, they I don't know, they're, they want to be transgendered and fuck their nigga in the ass just right. because they like right. their position. Right. Like, people just make mountains out of molehills, which ends up, you know, making a regression of stuff and then they end up acting out in perverse ways. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you try to when you try to suppress something that's natural, like a natural thought about sex with a consenting adult in some kind of natural, healthy way, then all you're doing is saying that everything sexual is dirty. So now when the dirty thoughts come, it's all dirty. Right. Yeah. So now I could do something really disgusting like fuck a cow. Yeah. <laughs> That would be much, but, <laughs> yeah. but I get what you're saying, you know, I get what you're saying. But I'm my question would be, how did you get to that point? Like, because I'm still in a position where I'm, like, still learning, and I feel like this is, like, a good pair because we're all at different stages, you know, and I'm at a position where I'm still learning. I'm still kind of learning what I'm like, I like, and I'm still kind of, like, trying to liberate myself. Well, see, I was this weird, weird, weird person. Like, ever since I was in high school, I was just always into sex. Just into the knowledge of it, though. And so, so I always read about it, and I always watched shows about it. Like, I don't know if y'all remember Talk Sex with Sue Johansson. It was this old, old, old white lady. lady. I watched it faithfully. And she gave it to you straight. Like, the facts. When I was in college, my first psychology class, first semester freshman year, was human sexual behavior. Mm-hmm. My professor wrote the book, you know, and so I've always been really, really into the subject. So I really, really, really made sure that I was comfortable with it before I ever did it. And so mm-hmm. I was with my boyfriend since I was, I knew him since I was 14. We were officially together since I was 15. I didn't have sex with him until I was out of high school, mm-hmm. you know, on my way to college. Because I wanted to make sure when I did it for the first time, I was completely 100% comfortable with it. And when I did, he was like, you're not a virgin. You weren't really a virgin. For the simple fact that I was so comfortable. Yeah. And so you just have to be, like you said, you have to be comfortable with yourself before you can be comfortable with what anybody else got going on. Because when you're not, all those thoughts that you have, you start judging everybody else for right. actually displaying but, them. Right. Because yeah. I've been in situations where I'd be like, 
in it with a dude. And then I'm in my head, I'm like, why are you like this? <laughs> why do you want me to do this? Or, you know, and then it could be like a judging thing where I would get to the point where it's like, I don't want to do this no more. And it was mostly because I didn't understand me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't understand, like, if, is that something that I like? Or is that something that I've never experienced before? So Am I like, supposed to like yeah. that? <laughs> is it so normal? it's a complicated situation because now, like, I can't even enjoy the moment because I'm thinking, like, in my head about all the stuff that I probably should have kind of knew about beforehand. Yep. So I'm just like, how... I know a lot of people have difficulty, like, getting to that point, you know? Really, and I like what you said about how you educated yourself. And that's what it starts yeah. with. It and I don't think a lot of people do that. People just know, oh, okay, this is sex, but they don't really know. Because they're thinking about sex as just a completely physical act, but sex right. is mental, it's physical, it's spiritual, it's emotional. So you have to be completely good on all of those levels for it to be completely good. And if you're I not. I started having the best sex of my life until I really became, like, really confident in who like really like confident in who I was as a woman like I probably I was I think I said this like last year the year before like I feel more of a woman now than I ever felt and I as far as I mean I have kids I have kids I've been married but I'm single now I'm not having any more kids but I feel more like a woman than I've ever felt in life and like when I got to that point of womanhood I guess I don't know whatever you call it but that's like when I really start having like the best sex it's just weird Mm -hmm. it's just I don't know I know you can understand what I'm saying yeah I can understand and I see it girl because I'm talking about like the clubs you know doing the gangster dance moves only and now (laughs) I go out and she could twerk where did that came from girl you should have seen me in Destin Baby, you done came a long way. And it's just that you can see that comfortableness with yourself, that security with yourself. Like you can feel like you love yourself. Yeah. Like you're in love with yourself. Like nobody can tell you nothing. nothing. You know what I'm saying? So with that security, that translates into the bedroom. That confidence, I'm telling you, because baby, you can have stretch marks, saggy titties, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody can tell you nothing. Yeah. And that confidence is transferable. Like, and your partner picks it up, and so it's boosting him, and then y'all boosting each other, and it's just... And that's the thing about men. They easy anyway. Like, so what, how, what did it take for you to get to that point, though? Like, just get like getting that confidence, like, where it's like, I don't really care. Like... Either you like me the way that I am or you don't like me at all. Well, but is, does that come with the power? Because, well, like I said, I started with the education, but it's a whole body. So, yeah, I was comfortable. But then if you get a hit, like, you're, you're not orgasming or he's he's taking too long or some, something hits your ego. If you're not that emotional and that spiritual right. and that mental isn't fixed, then all that... All the education go out the window. Like, it don't right. matter what you read and what you heard if you don't believe it. Right. You know, and so for me to actually get to that point, like Jamie's saying, that point of comfort, I actually had to heal everything. I had to heal that spiritual part of me. And the longer you go through having sex without it, the more yeah. harder it is yes. for you to heal it. Because then you got more energy, more energy, more things, more trauma, more 
you know, questions and things you're insecure about and things you're wondering, like, is it your fault, shame, all of that on mm-hmm. you that you have to release before you can really be comfortable. Right. And when you can be comfortable with you, you'll be comfortable with whatever everybody else yeah. doing because you know that it does not affect you. Yeah. So, okay, here's a question. Since, like, like how how do you choose wisely, like, energy-wise, if that makes sense? Like how, Ooh, like cool. if if you if you're a person who likes to have sex, how do you choose wisely in those situations? You talked about this at your class. That yeah, that's a whole other conversation. I'm gonna start with you're gonna have to, like I said, you gotta be spiritually okay, and I mean whatever spiritual beliefs you have, you just have to be spiritually okay, mentally, emotionally okay. Before you can worry about if you can choose the right energy. Because you're not going to choose the right Right. energy otherwise. And then you just have to be discerning. And you got to pay attention. Mm -hmm. Because it's not all about energy. Okay? Sometimes it's just right there, right in front of your face. Like, uh, uh, anybody can see it. You don't have to be spiritual. It's just like, this nigga just called you a bitch and smacked you. No energy you need to know. Just leave this nigga, you know? You're laying there and you're telling him to go harder and he doesn't fucking care and he starts fucking you like a jackrabbit and nuts he don't deserve you right that's the energy you don't need you know right. yeah so just being mindful like of the different signs that you see exactly right. and being and feel discernment mm-hmm. like discerning yeah intuitive all that good stuff so i don't know like now i'm sitting here and i'm like okay well i got some stuff to think about like you know i i've never really I mean, I think about it, but I think my thing is, like, how to act on it. Like, how to... Like, because when you get used to doing something for so long, or if you get used to a certain pattern, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so how do I kind of change this pattern? Or how do I kind of move differently in these kind of situations? Because I know, honestly, because I think we had a conversation about that, like, having sex and not having orgasms. Like, now I have, like, this mindset is, like, I'm wasting my time. So now... Like you saying, being more confident in that, I can tell somebody it. Like you know, no, I'm not. No, right. No, we're not gonna do it because that doesn't reinforce bad behavior. Yeah, you know, that's. Mm -mm. I'm gonna let you know. (laughs) I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know. But see, that's how you get to it, you know, because what's the topic? Why I gotta be a hoe? Mm -hmm. Because we're focusing on other people's standards and other people's definition. Once you stop focusing on why you got to be a hoe, then you will be able to get to that level of comfort. Because, because you're focusing on yourself and, and not on what anybody else is doing. And then especially if you're taking it to the bedroom, like, okay, well, I don't want to do this right now. I'm going to wait because he might think I'm just, you know, I'm going to hold back. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or I can't, you know, kind of like what I sent you with that video. I sent y'all, like, I, I'm not going to, you know, do this today. I'm going to wait till we together three or four months before I do that because I don't want him to think I'm a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like either way he's going to think what he's going to think. So well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't bust out all the tricks. In the beginning, you gotta say no. something for later. But, but like, just like the thing, like no, people, I get what you're saying. people be like, I'm not gonna have, I'm, I'm, I I'm not gonna him suck one day, dick. or like I knew right. him one day, so right. I don't have sex. I gotta wait three months. But it's right. just like if he gonna treat you bad, then he gonna treat you bad at any time, you yeah. know. So that's how I think about it. Like, and I do feel like a lot of women feel like they have to have that standard. Like, you can't do what your body naturally wants to do. 
because you feel like, okay, well, I'm going to be looked at as this type of person. Or, like, what if it doesn't work out? Uh-huh. You know, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. Like, what that's if it doesn't one. work out, then now... Blah, this is another blah, number. Yeah. But it's just like, but if that's something that you want to do, why does it matter? Right. And that's the problem. Right. It doesn't matter to women who have gotten to that point of comfort. Right. And it doesn't matter to men who have gotten to that point of comfort. And the woman is not going to ask the man, and the man is not going to ask the woman. It's only when you're not to that point of comfort in yourself That's that you're either going to be that. questioning that. That is a good point. Because I feel like if you're, like you were saying, if you're comfortable, then you ain't going to ask that because you don't really care. Right. Like, you don't really care. Let me see your papers. Does everything say negative? That's what right. I care about. Now, I, I will ask for that. I have asked for that. And I keep my status on. I keep my stuff just in case somebody asks me because I have it on my phone. Mm. And I go, you know, regularly. That's I really keep mine in I my car. I'm not worried about your account like that. Like, yeah. I'm not worried about your, uh, your white cell blood count. T-cells. How are T-cells looking? <laughs> you know. Yeah, because I just feel like so many women, like, struggle with that. Because I've had different conversations with different women. And it's like, well, no, I don't want to do that. Like, my count getting too high and stuff like that. But it's just like, to me, now in the place that I'm at, it's like, I really don't care. And it could be sometimes it's different, like, uh, the way you were taught, different traditions and mm-hmm. things like that. The way your parents raised you and all of that. That also comes into play into the situation. And so I feel like if you really have to take some time to really dig deep and get to know yourself and know what you like. And I feel like a lot of women lack that. They lack knowing what they need and what mm-hmm. they like. And they always end up getting a shorthand of the Right, because yeah, a lot of times in the bedroom, you're not vocal about what you like. You feel like you have to put your pleasure to the side to feed a man's ego and let him lead and do whatever he do, even though you might not be getting pleasure yeah, out of it. And yeah, and that's kind of like what's expected. Like, and not just for his ego, but for your good girl image. For your good yeah. girl image. You know, because you know? good girls don't do stuff, certain things without being requested first. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, okay, that's new, sure, we can try that. But right. you're not going to initiate it because you're the good girl. If you right. still got to put up with that, of course you're not going to have a good, healthy, happy Fulfilling sex life. You got too much things going on. Yeah. No wonder people not having orgasms regularly. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. You think about too much. Like, and the hoes having 12. Mm-hmm. The people you But I feel like about. I've been in that position before. It's just like, I, I didn't, well, there have been times where I'm like, I don't feel like it. Like, I don't want to. Like, this is not working. Like it just ain't it, you like know. You, you had those, yeah. Like it's just like this just ain't it. I'm not feeling it, you know. But there have been times as well where I've been like, I ain't really feeling it, but I ain't gonna say nothing because I don't want to really, you know, get into that. Oh no, uh-uh, never do baby. that to yourself. Uh-uh. That is Look. not how you protect and nurture, nurture. that yawny girl. I'm dead. <laughs> but I, I can but say I, like I, I've been in yeah. positions like that. It's just like when you don't really know yourself. And you're growing to know yourself. It's kind of like because just thinking about like the sometimes the way you're raised and things like that. That like I said, that comes into play, right? Because you feel like you know it's about like the man is higher, you uh-huh. know. Right. And there's a lot of women that feel that way. It's like okay, well, it's to please him, but they've never really been pleased sexually, right? So many people like married people and all of that, 
And it's well, just that's, like that's what I'm about to say too. It's just like even when you think of in terms of like why are you having sex? Like me, I'm I'm one reason I'm having sex because I want to have an orgasm. Right. So I'm gonna make sure I get to that point by any means necessary. I'm right. getting to it in the first thirty-five seconds you know, to two minutes. And my thing is, and not only am I gonna orgasm once, I'm gonna orgasm several times. Like if that, yes. Right. Okay, but, <laughs> you did. I'm so proud. But that is a good question, though. Like, I don't. I've never thought about like, that. Like, why am I having sex? So it's just like sometimes as women, it's like, are you having sex to just solely to please this man? Or you have like, what is your reason behind having sex? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, what is why? That is so a good point. That can translate into the bedroom and to that how is such it, a good point. How it turns because out. some people can be like, okay, well, I'm having sex because I want to feel wanted. Or I want to, like you said, and you don't need an orgasm. Yeah, so So that's why a lot of women may go unpleased because it's like I want to feel wanted and I feel like. But then that goes back to the the insecurities and the problems and the needing to be okay with yourself because you shouldn't be having sex with somebody so you should feel feel wanted. wanted. Yeah, but just imagine when you. Don't have that desire to feel wanted because you you feel you, whole within yourself and then baby, come on, come on, that's so funny. But that's the truth, right? That's the truth. But because I can see that, but it's just like so many women, you know, and that's that's why I keep going back to so many women, like people that I've talked to, like it's just like. And see, I talk to being a sex coach. I talk to so many women. I talk to so many men, too. And let me tell you what men say about having sex. If it feels good to you, it more than likely feels good to him. Okay? So while women are so concerned on getting on top, and, you know, people always ask me, like, specific stuff. Like, if I ride, what am I supposed to do? How do I move? Like, just what is... What feels good? Because this might look good, but is it is it, it does it feel does good it feel to good you? to you? Because that's what you should be doing. Don't try to emulate what you see. No, uh, you know, do what feels good to you. And like when the two people, when y'all in tune, it's gonna look good. I, I don't care how awkward or whatever the position might be. If it's working, it's, it's working. working. A guy told me like he don't even. It's rare that he has had a woman to ride him. Like, he allowed a woman to ride him because he was, I was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, they get on top. And I don't know if it's this whole, they put too much pressure on themselves. But he was like, most of the time when women get on top and ride me, it just, you know, feel, it's like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, what, what are you doing? And that's a porn problem, too, because a lot of women and men who are sexually inexperienced and instead of just talking to people, they go and watch unrealistic porn, Acting. and they're like, oh, yeah, Teddy. You know, they're right. seeing girls do that, and they're like, right. I'm supposed to do it exactly like that. Let me right. make sure my arch is good. Like, look. Right. Yeah. If that arch is not helping you reach your G-spot, right. I'm going to need you to you go ahead. you got a tilted and cervix and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. All that yeah. Everybody is different. And I feel like a lot of people are not educated on this stuff. Like, they don't know, and that's why we have this podcast, you know? <laughs> So you can and we're gonna talk about so many topics, you know. But I think like that we are off to a great start. Like we are really off to a great start and getting a conversation going about things that we should feel comfortable in, you know, feeling comfortable as women within ourselves, you know, before we even try to make somebody else feel comfortable, you know, or have that. intimacy and things like that with other people so we thank you guys for joining us today we thank you 
for listening. If you have any topics that you want to submit to us, please submit it to us. And as always, protect and nurture the Yanni. Peace, y'all. See you next week. Bye, y'all. Peace out.